Are we good? We're good whenever. Here we go. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to No Rational Basis. As a reminder, this is a podcast for average law students by average law students. If you are our no longer hypothetical future employer, this is, of course, satire. We are more than excited for another thrilling academic year starting any day now. So we are going to pick up right where we left off. We know we did a summer episode and we hope you all enjoyed that. But we did leave off in our last episode below medium where I think you can say that Matt and I had scrambled brains. Um, and we've made a remarkable recovery since that day, haven't we, Matt? Things have been great. When you last heard from us, things were not going well. Things we had just had a certain final exam that many of you know about. Um, Below Median was an apt title for that episode, but we are back and we're better than ever. Yeah. Aren't we, Emma? We are better than ever, Matt. Things are, as I said, I think, looking up and we no longer let the events of finals 2022 define us. Our brains are unscrambled. We are ready to go. We are sharper than ever, I think. I think, I mean, we were pretty sharp before. <laughs> were we? Not on that. Not on that exam where I did, you know, regular math, I suppose. There are lower levels of bad, I've heard. I've heard. <laughs> we would not know anything better than just regular math, but so so it goes. Okay, so as some of you might be aware, we've had something called OGI in the past couple of weeks. So if you don't know what that is, and if you don't know, it means you're a one or don't go to law school or don't understand the lingo here. Same thing as OCI. Um, and basically, it's where we can get a job, hypothetically. Hypothetically. Right, Matt? Yeah. And it was a, it was a pretty um, nightmarish experience, I would say. I would consider it a nightmare. I think for me, it was so stressful because, well, obviously, the employment part has some merits, but... The fact I had this ring light because I wanted to look good on camera. It's still all virtual for whatever reason. And apparently it's never coming back. It's not virtual. And I had this ring light like blazing into my eyes at all hours. And I just like would blink. And I was like, these people probably think I can't pay attention to them. I would be staring at the camera and like not even able to see them. And it was not pretty. Do you think it did permanent damage? Your retinas look pretty shot, Emma. <laughs> so I went to the eye doctor last week, actually. That was a terrible experience. I couldn't get into my eye doctor at home. And I refused to pay an extra $50 to do the retinal imaging. And then he gave me like a 20-minute lecture on why I should do the retinal imaging and not the dilation. And then I said, I just don't do anything. So I wouldn't actually know whether my eyes function properly because I didn't properly have them checked. And action is usually a pretty good strategy. Right. So we, we've we heard that uh, it's possible to get jobs before OGI. Have you heard about this? I've heard about pre-OGI jobs and I've seen many people getting them. We've had many friends get them. Um, friends who are very high in the class. Um, and I honestly think that is the way to go because there's something about having 10 interviews a day for three days straight that will take the will to live out of you. Um, I lost it on day one. Yeah. And so those people, I mean, like all the props to them, this is not something that was my destiny by any means. But I think that like, we're going to give advice to one else later, but as one else, even if you are not like hippie top of your class, that, especially if you're looking in New York, something to to really put some effort into. Networking. I wouldn't know anything about it. Did not network, but we can say that New York 
and some firms in particular are all about the vibes. There's so many also. And so I don't know. It's also just like a extended experience in the way that you think, okay, like it's just going to be these three days. But actually I think I interviewed for 11 days straight because of the way it swung out. And so every day I was giving the exact same speech and I didn't even know who I was saying what to by the end. It never yeah. ends. I used to write down on a piece of paper what firm I was talking to because I had no idea anymore. And it was the same speech to all of them. Like they all had great cultures. And like I would write down like my interviewers. What are your favorite answers to questions that like you would ask? Like, oh, why do you love this firm? I think we all might have heard about the people. And what I learned at OGI is that every firm has the best people. Every firm. Has every the single best one. Can you and that's why that? people stay for the people. Another one, the culture. The culture, which is not the people. It's different somehow. How is it different though? Because don't you think the people make the culture? Nobody articulated it to me why it was different. Than the people. It was and they always say it's it's just the people. But there's separate How answers they, on them. There are separate answers. The people meaning the, the same thing. Sometimes the work, but that's a bit of a deranged answer. I don't answer. think I ever got that one. Like no one told me they love the work. I'm sure they like they feel challenged by it and like find it interesting. Um once I asked like what was an interesting case you worked on or that you really enjoyed. And the woman was like, I hate when people ask <laughs> And I did not think it was going well when she said that, because I, I mean, like, I'm sure they hear the same questions over and over and over again. And it must be just as terrible for them as it is for us, but they have is. all the power. It so. probably is. They have a lot of power. I will say for all the uh, listeners out there would know I struggle with this question, but at one firm, I was asked, what I thought an interesting issue in the a law legal was. issue. What did you say? Uh, I talked about the uh, the, the uh, what did I talk about? An interesting legal. I issue. can't. It, it was about tax. I can't remember what it was. I didn't think it was interesting. It was the first thing I thought of. Matt is like supposed to be a tax lawyer, and for some reason, I will say I, I I did get an offer from that firm, and I'm telling you, it's not because of that answer. <laughs> It can't have been. It can't have been because of the interesting legal issue. I don't know what I would have said had I been asked that. I got asked in a screener about a big question I had thought about, and I don't think I've asked a big question ever, well, except on this podcast. We do. I was going to say, we, we have a lot of big questions. Where we ask like big questions. Um, you could have asked about like the top sheet if we like, you know, used that. That was a, that was a big debate. question. In our, you know, in our you know the name. first poll that I ever sent last year was, were you popular in high school? Oh, and that was, I think, a private poll that shouldn't have been. It was a private, private. poll. I in wanted the section to know. group chat, but it was such a hit of a poll because I felt like it promoted such strong section discussion. So everyone in the section was sending pictures of themselves and their like awkward high school stage, and it was so entertaining. It really it touched so the nerve. And what I learned is that most people who go to law school were not popular in high school. I think the poll came out to like one third popular, two thirds not popular. And then because I didn't make it a public poll for whatever reason, um, we were like on the hunt trying to find out who the popular people were. It was not me. It wasn't that, I don't think. It was not me. Although I made a big point of making sure everybody knew that I was uh, not unpopular. Right. I was neutral. <laughs> not a complete loser. Not a complete loser. Just kind of a loser. Right. A regular loser. A regular loser. <laughs> um. But I think we had a good time at OGI. We had fun. We got to hang out in uh, New York a few times. Yes, Matt and I got to hang out. We went to Matt's favorite pizza place. And yours. And it's my, yeah, Matt. I first went last year. Um, I went to New York for fall break. And I texted in the section group. We had, 
I didn't, I didn't like really know anyone yet. I just started to become friends with people. I wasn't in like a first week of school click. So I wouldn't know anything about that. But um, I texted and actually me like, oh, where should I go in New York? And Matt recommended his favorite pizza place, John's. And I was like, well, this guy is a local. He's from Long Island. Um, and so we went to John's. We had an amazing time. And then Matt and I went there this summer. How many times did you go in the past few weeks? I went three times in the past two weeks. In the past two weeks, once with you. Yeah, with Caitlin. Once with Caitlin. That was her first New York pizza, and she loved it. Okay. And I went with Kyle too. Have you ever had anything that's not up to par there in New York? At John's. Oh, at John's? No, not never at John's. That would never happen in New York. That you got to watch out for the dollar slices. That's so true. And Matt's our biggest fan. I feel that they should treat him with like a little bit more respect. But yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of rude. You know, they have like, you know, people on the on the wall and pictures who no one knows, like Bruce Springsteen or James Gandolfini. <laughs> I don't know where my picture is. I think it's probably going to come soon. Um, But I think next year we'll host a meetup there because we're both going to be in New York. We'll be in New York and we will uh, we'll be at John's. And so I guess that's the conclusion of the OGI is that Matt and I will certainly be in New York and we're thrilled. Yeah, um, that was quite a tangent, just like we had in a few classes last year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our, uh, our our good listeners will know uh, what classes that was in. But uh, yeah, I hope you guys had a good time at OGI like it sounds like we did. Yeah. Um, but moving on to our next segment, a, a fan favorite, um, Guns A-Blazing, where we discuss um, Gunner's behavior in class. And this one comes from a so, class last semester. Yes, this was our second semester, but we think the sentiment is still applicable to current one alls and also people going into their second year because everyone reminder chill yes that's a good way to lead into it you got to be chill and so we were discussing uh in this class it was a case that we had supposedly covered in a different class i didn't that know we may had or may not be true class. it was very fundamental to this class it was to, to the class that we're going to talk about yeah. but apparently we covered it in, in two classes right um you know, I think we'd probably read it a total of zero times between us. <laughs> but but anyway, it's a very um, controversial case. Too. So and this is a good a, a good tale for the one else to uh, not go into cold calls too overconfident. No. And just a reminder, we don't discuss the law on this podcast. So this is just general. Right. We, 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 we can't even comment on whether this was a good cold call or not. We, we, we don't know. know. But well, we, can we did say, know is the behavior. Remember? We did know the behavior. And this person. um. Did, did they volunteer for the, the cold call? I feel like that might have happened. I think they did volunteer for the cold call because in this class, the way that the cold calling worked was you, one person got called per case and that was their only cold call for the semester. And I think they just wanted to get it out of the way. It was right. later in the semester. It was still. really like like this Last person could have avoided getting cold called at all. For sure. But the the case was a big one. Um, it was Kilo v. City of New London. Um, a Connecticut classic. A Connecticut classic. One that makes one of our. We should have uh, brought our Connecticut classic in. We should have brought on uh, Andy from uh, NRB v. Putterman, but uh, this person volunteered for the case and told the class that this person knew the case better than anybody else because we had done it in a different class. And uh, the cold call. How did it go, Emma? It did not go great necessarily and here's the thing that i think matt and i want to emphasize from this entire endeavor the cold calls i find are not memorable like you can bomb a cold call and nobody will remember but when someone says something like oh i know this better than everyone else everyone expects them to be at the top of their game so then when they're not 
not only is it memorable, it's like everyone's watching them and they're like, what in the world is going on here? I think the highlight for me was that this person admitted to not reading parts of the opinion that they didn't agree with. And, you know, there, there's no you harm in not reading. On there's no we harm in not them. reading opinions for a variety of reasons. We know that, you know, concurrences and dissents are useless garbage. <laughs> um, but, but to not read a part of a case you didn't agree with and then volunteer for the cold call, there's a chance that you might get asked about um, about those parts of the case. And like, I think like if I had been cold called and I was asked about a concurrence or dissent, we all know what my answer would have been. I didn't read that. Um, I, I think that's you highly- you looked in to try and find it, I read it during the cold call. Right, exactly. But you wouldn't have ever volunteered for something that you were no. not- Have you ever seen me raise my hand? No, and no. I only raised my hand one time. One time, and that was for a good reason. A good reason. Um, um, but to the one else, you know, bad, like Emma said, bad cold calls are not memorable. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Um, but if you bomb your cold call, like no one's going to remember. Some might say if you go in, guns are blazing. But if you raise your hand and then you bomb something and you say, I'm better at this than everyone else, it's a little bit jarring for individuals. And I think it was a bit jarring. I think uh, that one stood out to, to us. Uh, we will say that that, that this person typically does a fantastic job on their cold on, calls. on cold calls in the classroom. Great person. Yeah, we like them a lot. We do. But uh, this is a good a good warning to the one else. Yeah. And that's the kind of the theme of today is, you know, getting everybody up to speed. So it's okay to not read. But if you it's don't read. It's more than okay. It's almost admirable. <laughs> you don't read, don't raise your hand. And I think that's the moral of the story. Agreed. Be humble. Yes. <laughs> Stay humble. Okay. We're gonna go find our one else now. Yeah, where the hell are they? Are they are they reading? Uh, they can't be reading. No. Got them in here. There's no reading on the first day. Okay, so we found our one else, um, and we're back for our favorite segment, cold call. So first, we'd like to welcome Greg and Ellie. Hi there. Hello. And we just wanted to note that we're in a room in the library, as we always are. And in order to get this room today, we booked it, but we did have to kick out a group of studying one else to record this podcast. It was for the best. It had to be done. Yeah. I mean, they were studying. We're recording this podcast. Uh, we know what the And the school are. hasn't given us a recording studio yet. So. And, you know, with certain people knowing of the existence of the podcast, I would think that's coming <laughs> soon. Should be our first priority, actually. Right. That should, next time. Yeah. Um. Okay, so you guys, we're just going to ask you some questions. You can give us your answers. Um, and then we'll let you guys get back <laughs> to the important work that we hope you're not doing, right? Yeah, just vibe. Just, just vibe. vibes. Um, you want to begin that? Sure. So an important part of the law school experience is the gunners. So you guys are in different <laughs> sections, right? What have the gunners been like in the one uh, off class? Are you guys the gunners? So we are part of a group chat called Gunners, not but I would not. <laughs> I are would not say. I would not say that we are the Gunners. I would say that um, about half the people in Gunners are Gunners. Though. Okay, that's fair. This is a cross section group chat called Gunners. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, I would never even jokingly be in a group chat called Gunners. It was. It's been a very striking past two days. Um, there was a guy in my contracts class that spoke six times, wasn't cold called. Just kept raising his hand. He knows that my professor is like interested in law and economics. And so he kept asking about like various economic theories when the case had nothing to do with that. 
Um, I'm trying to think, Greg, do we have any gunners today in our in our Civ Pro class? I mean, we've got lots of gunners in our Civ Pro class. Like, Greg might have been one of the gunners making two uh, insightful comments. I made yeah. one insightful comment and one sneeze. So any any comment, insightful or not, is a gunner. What did you comment behavior? on? Behavior. Um, forum shopping. Forum shopping. One of the eerie things. <laughs> I want to know. We actually have a participation grade, believe it or not. In our yeah, I don't believe it. Yeah, it's fifteen percent of our grade. Are you joking? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I Greg is to, I'm locked in, baby. I would hate to start off. I think we would probably both, me and Emma, would start off at minus fifteen on the on the grade <laughs> if that was the case. Sure. That is rough. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good to know, and I think we'll probably follow up on the behaviors in a few weeks. They're only so, gonna get worse. Would, uh, so. It's only gonna get worse. I would I would leave the chat. Our next question, pretty straightforward. Don't disappoint us here. Have you been doing all your reading? You go first, Greggy. So Tommy so, Kelly's doing it all. <laughs> I mean, I have been to four three four classes so far, and I did the readings for those four classes. Uh, or for four. That's it. However, four I am issue. currently I have towards next and I have not finished the readings. And if but, this podcast <laughs> continues, I probably won't. That's okay. What case is it? I'll tell you the answers. He uh, did all the cases. I read the case. I'm reading uh, the forms and functions. As you may, yeah, as you may know. The forms and functions is not right. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I've done all my reading thus far. Um, that doesn't mean I want to be doing it necessarily. I really wanted to you hang out to with explain yourself. Really wanted to hang out with you guys last night, but alas. That was a little gunner behavior for me. <laughs> it was a lot of gunner behavior for me. That's and true. you were briefing your cases. Too, I was right? briefing. What is a brief? How many, what percentage of your cases would you say you briefed slash took notes on? I mean, this not, it shouldn't surprise you what the answer is going to be. What, 10%? No, I, I briefed, take out the one. <laughs> I briefed for about two weeks. So probably like 10 cases. The first two weeks I briefed and then I, it was not for me. <laughs> I will have you know, I have yet to brief anything. I have not nice. taken any notes. Are you serious? I'm just reading. Wow, just osmosising all the yeah, forms and osmosis functions. Osmosis is a real thing. We, we have heard, this is good advice for you guys, that if your books are in the library this and you're not theory. there, Emma, Emma's right about this. Books are in the library. You're not there. You're still learning. It still counts as studying. That's hilarious. So, and like no one will like steal your stuff because of honor. So you can just leave it to hang out in the library. And, it'll get and then you're smarter three hours later. You're, you're smarter. So your stuff smarter. is safe. It's like free storage, basically. <laughs> it's a great strategy. <laughs> no, it, it really is. Yeah. Keep that in mind. I recommend. I, I will be doing it again this year. I think and I will too. Like, well, there's lots of books here, so they just like hang out. There are. Absorb. You can feel this, like the scholarly wisdom just coming out of the walls. Exactly. There's a ton of that here, uh-huh. and in this room right now that we're recording this in. So moving on from the the boring stuff. Um, yeah, I was gonna say, where's the salacious commentary? Yeah. I want to, I want to spill the tea. Salacious. All right, we'll Google that later, Emma. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so obviously, that's like when the know, word heterodox was used in class. Oof, that was a gunner that moment. A gunner. That could be a good. What, is, what does heterodox mean? We don't I can know. tell you, I knew it in like you're asking the wrong November people when I googled it, <laughs> but I didn't know what it meant at the, at the time. I don't know what it means now. But as you guys know, UVA is a pretty social place. So oh, yeah. what events are you guys looking forward to coming up this semester or in the next few weeks even? Um, I'm really excited for Bar Review. I feel Same. like I haven't met as many people in our class as I want to meet. Like, and I think those will time. be good opportunities, yeah, to meet some folks. I'm trying to think what else. Foxfield, is that even happening? Foxfield I want to say Foxfield. I think Foxfield's out. Foxfield is back in. Okay, well, I'm looking forward to that. Greg, what about you? I agree. Definitely bar review. 
I'm like somewhat excited for softball. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. More than somewhat um, excited softball for softball. I'll, I'll tell you, I'm actively not excited for the dandelion event. Oh, whatever it's so that fun. is. Doesn't sound when like a good time. When is it? Wait, it's absolutely oh, the most fun. No, it's like September 5, I think. Okay. Well, I'm really excited. Sounds very for awkward. It is pretty yeah. awkward. I didn't go, but it was pretty awkward, I heard. <laughs> it was fun. I had a great time. I'm I really looking go. forward to Pila because I think Greg is going to ask a girl to go with him to Pila. What's Pila? Is that the auction? Thing? The fancy auction. You remember we were talking about like if you could ask a date to Pila. Like... I thought I was talking about barristers. I think. Oh. But... Well, no one asks dates to either. So oh, Greg is gonna. Greg Some is of gonna. us have gone along to all the events. <laughs> Greg is pretty unique. <laughs> it's it Some reminds... of us are lonely, ways. but we'll talk about that later in the podcast. It kind of reminds me of like the Yuletide Ball in Harry Potter. You know, yeah. like when they ask dates. Looking for my Hermione. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay. And so this is just, yeah, this is probably the biggest question for you guys that we have today. And we just want to hear your thoughts on this. Um, this is based off a real event. And so what would you guys do if your professor asked you why, or if you're not feeling very motivated today? One cold calls in the class. This actually happened. I know the origin story for this. Well, yeah. But tell us um, what you would do. What would I do? But you know what? I think it would be a big bummer if I had felt like I had briefed the case and just like wasn't clicking or like had studied and wasn't clicking with the material. It's a good point. You know, it's a very good. Point. So if someone, it depends on if it would be a big. If it was. It would be a big blow if you were motivated that day. And we just not, tell not you, a very intelligent. We can assure you that I don't think this person was too motivated that day. I am almost certain. I would say they are on the NRB level of motivation. Uh. <laughs> what would you do greg i have no what would i do you have to comment i would probably we'll come back to you i'd probably um come up with like the fastest excuse that i could possibly come up with what would that be like right now mental state i'm mentally overwhelmed by the first week of classes it's been a lot i'm what doing my best and i'm gonna try and continuously improve what if it is the last day of class was it the last day? It was the last week. It was the last week. Maybe not the last day. Wow. Like one of the last, like, two or three. I don't know. Maybe just hit him with the, to be honest, I didn't find it very interesting. That's happened before. <laughs> I mean, if you're that deep in the class, like, Absolutely. your options are limited. You're, uh, yeah, you're, you're struggling there. Wow. That, that comment was preceded by our, our professor asking uh, the person to please speak in full sentences. So, so that gives what the did idea. the person say after that? I think they moved on. I, I the professor moved on. I think I think that was for the best. It wasn't pretty. That day, though, the professor was on fire. Just I think everyone. Every once in a while. To be honest, sounds be like this fire. person deserved to get cooked a little bit. So. Oof. Oof. Yeah, but cook, but not flame. Those are okay. fighting words, Greg. Those are fighting words. And we like this person Maybe a lot. one day you'll get cooked. Possible. He very well, maybe. I mean, he does bring his Chanel water bottle. I also think that's so a reason to play That's him. a reason to be <laughs> fucking flame. Yeah. Greg is cruising for a bruising. Yeah. Greg's just asking for it. Sorry, excited. maybe I should switch to a generic analogy. You maybe should if you, you don't want to get bullied. Or switch to the one Emma has here and I have in my bag. Do you like that? Oh, except, you know that what? I don't like it at all. It's gigantic. Greg, can you tell Greg, can you tell us what your roommate was using as in lieu of a water bottle today? Um, you know, my roommate... Um, which one uh, the one with the colorful nickname um, I think I saw him on the dollar menu <laughs> yeah you might have seen him on on um in a your local fast food restaurant 
Uh, he was he's been walking around the school with a um, gallon jug of water from the store. Honestly, that that, that that's it, some, it tracks. my limited interaction that tracks. Yeah, it totally tracks. It's actually kind and of a cool totally movie. I like that. Yeah. We're gonna bring him on the podcast and we talk about hydration on it. Exactly. It's so important. He's clearly a big hydration era fan because he's been he literally buying like, purified than, water jugs. We are, I think, Emma. Compared to him, where is dry his So is it purified or distilled water? I, I don't know. That's a good question. It's probably distilled. I think it's mm. just, it must be yeah. the jug. Like I wonder one. if he's, I haven't asked him if he's been refilling it, but I sure hope he has. pretty gross. <laughs> okay. This is the last question. Everyone gets this question. Everyone gets this question. And, you know, you can think for a minute. No yeah. rush. And once it's done, you will be released. But this is the most important question. So you guys have known us pretty well. I'd say, what is your favorite memory of me and Emma? It could be a memory of both of us separately. It could be of us together. We prefer separately, but you know, whatever works. Oh, I'm excited. Um, I would say my favorite memory. Okay, so I'll start with um, Matt. I'd say one time Matt came over for family dinner over the summer when we were, you know, all in having our hot Charlottesville summer. I had a great time. Awesome time. Um, but my dad just walks up to Greg the first thing. Wait, not whoa, Greg. Whoa, whoa. Sorry, Matt. I'm sorry. It's it's a little, I'm a little exhausted, everyone. Um, walks up to Matt and just shows, says like, hey, Matt, like, I got to show you a video of my feet. Shows you him saw a video. I saw a video that I think. First Ellie, interaction. First, first interaction. interaction. You never met him. Before. I knew he existed. <laughs> we, we, I had a great time. Um, but no, it was a video that I had taken because it was like, it was funny. His feet were like doing some jazzy, like. I dance moves. Some some jazzy dance moves. And then but so then that was a real bonding moment between Matt and and my dad. And that that was one of the highlights. I should have listed mini golfing, but we honestly, the dinner golfing. was more of a highlight. I would say that uh I forgot if it was you or JJ who said that right away when you showed me the video of the feed, one of you said that, you know, that means he likes you already. Yes, exactly. Now Matt's Matt's a member of the family. And so is Emma. Um a recent, a recent thing I loved, um, this isn't necessarily a memory, but Ellie and I are still building memories. We're still building memories, but something I, I loved recently off. was when Emma got her offer, my mom posted a photo on Instagram. Um, and it was, and she was like, yay, Emma. I was so excited. And that was just honestly, Emma getting her offer was an incredibly happy day. Was very happy. And I was very excited to hear about it, but that Thanks, was Ellie. the, the Instagram post was a funny recent recent moment okay Greg, all you yeah and Greg knows me really well yeah so um, i'll start with matt i think um, i know what this story is yeah, yeah matt yeah. i think you know <laughs> in our limited but storied relationship <laughs> with one another i would say definitely a highlight would be would have to be our, our time together at birch i mean come on <laughs> how could it not be? how could it not be i mean the first trash can that you introduced me to that changed my life for the better in some ways probably uh-huh. in the long term for the worse in others um but, you know, dancing on the table, Puking I would say, I, you know, <laughs> it led to me being here at this table today. So, And why are you here today? And why did Matt tell you? In particular, why are yeah. you here today? What did oh, you say? Well, I mean, one Matt D'Angelo's quote that will always stand out, right, is the um, his, his signature line um, that he would go to UVA over any school, including Yale. So under what conditions? Under any conditions. Any. Any circumstances. All right. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. That's key. Let me clarify. Matt said, even if I had a full ride at Yale, I would still come to UVA. And I meant every word of it. I mean, same. And 
in terms of Emma, I mean, yeah, as the audience may or may not know, we've known each other for, for quite a long time. I think we're coming up on our five-year anniversary of knowing each other. Wow. Real right. soon. Real soon. Like half, early October. A half decade. How about a speculative memory wherein you Venmo her 500 bucks? <laughs> okay, well, let's, let's have that stricken from the record, please. Um, we don't strike anything. I was going to say, Emma and I have a lot of great memories together. Just when we look down, we strike I could, I could, you know, list great moments that we've had over the years. But I would say that one one that stood out to me when when you asked me the question was our evening a couple years ago at the AD Pi formal, which that was, was a, fun. a great evening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've never heard about this. Um, this is new for me as well. New information. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's our best memory ever, but it was definitely a good one. It was fun. Yeah. Um, I was standards of my sorority, so I like didn't get to have fun at any of the events for a year because I was just like basically wrangling drunk women. And then this was like at the very end of my term when I was no longer in charge and I brought like five dates. Um, we had a really good time. We had a great time. Then we went and danced at Grand Central after. Yes, we did. So have you, Emma, or have you been to Verge? I'm forgetting. Oh, many times. Has like, Emma been to Verge? Have I been to Verge? Okay. So I'm not the king or queen of Verge. So that's Matt is the king. But the royal court of Verge queen. for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I like coordinated the livery and whatnot. Yeah, absolutely. The famous livery that almost got us in a little trouble in a certain class <laughs> last semester. No. Emma, Emma is queen adjacent at Verge. I've never been to Verge, so I'm looking forward to We're have a lot what of is the, What is with your family and, uh, never and not going to Verge? I think we'd all like to lose our Verge entity. <laughs> have your parents together. gone to Verge? No. They, I, although it along. is funny to see, like, Older folks during the day, like eating lunch. It is funny. Know, I did not know that Verge served. Those remind. It reminds me of eating at Mad Hatter. Honestly, it, it's the same vibe. But yeah. people like do it. Like I don't know. I think one time we'll eat at Verge. Yeah. One time, say we did it. Three L. Three L. Exactly. <laughs> and then we'll move on. Uh, I can't. Isabel's eating there. Really? Yeah, but she went to undergrad here. I'm sure there. No, last year. Had, oh, I was like, she's had more time to eat there. Yeah. Didn't, didn't invite us. Oh. You guys could christen the year by having lunch at Verge. <laughs> as long as we call it an event that makes it into Isabel's note file of events, then we then we do things. When it's like an official... I don't know about this note like, file. This you're a one-out. Okay, yeah. Isabel has a note file of different events we have like on the roster for the upcoming year. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure what hot dog night's definitely on it. Hot dog night's on it. I hummus think night. night is on it. Cakewalk. Oh, the cakewalk. Cake I've heard about this. Last semester we had hummus night. Hummus night was fantastic. We discussed that on this podcast. Yeah. And then I went over that. I went out afterwards and Emma tracked my location to see where I was. You're welcome. I went out with the uh with the, the wives. With yeah. the wives. Ah, I see. Had a good time. The husbands were studying. I don't know what they were studying for. <laughs> oh man. But yeah. Well, we wish you guys all the best in your first week of law. Yes. Thank good you luck so to you much. Thank Thanks you for being so on the podcast. It's such an honor to be we'll on the, the podcast. We'll see you at Verge. Yes, sir and ma'am. Uh, I will I'll be there. We will be Excellent. there with bells on. Why? Why? I'm just so excited to go to Verge. It's a great. Is that a phrase? We'll be there with bells on. Like yes, actually, it, it, it is a concession that the one L's have to wear bells when they go to Verge. Yes, and dan <laughs> dance for like everybody. The, yeah, it's like dandelion. Yeah, me and Emma both did it every single time. Mm -hmm. It's part of the doctrine. We're gonna add it. The Danzinger doctrine. Yeah, I think you need to put that up everywhere in the law school, like on every corkboard. Just. <laughs> just print it out and put the Danzinger Doctrine up everywhere. There are some clauses in the Danzinger Doctrine that would make waves if they were put up on. In, it's in like it's more useful clause. than like the notifications of like journal tryouts happening. I think people <laughs> should know this Danzinger Doctrine. Yeah, exactly.
<laughs> maybe one day we'll discuss it in the meeting three, behind. 3L. Yeah, the meeting behind you. We've got a busy 3L. It's that would like. be a good podcast episode, like unpacking the doctrine. <laughs> the doctrine. I think it's going to expand over the next year, and then 3L, we can do a walk. It's a living, breathing doctrine. It is. It'll like, soon replace the it's Constitution. It's living, unlike the Constitution, which is dry. <laughs> <laughs> and dead. Um, well, thanks for coming. Thank you guys yes, so thanks much. Thanks for having us. Okay, so thanks again to the one L's for joining us. Um, you know, hope they're off to a good start. Sounds like they are. They're doing a lot of reading. So how good of a start could it really how be? How good of a start could it really be? No, they had fun. No, they're having a good time. Um, but we'll move on now to a new section. We we teased. This is a new segment. JJ came up with the title of it. Yes, and we mentioned it briefly in uh NDP V N R B in the trial slash appeal yeah. of uh of Mr. Potterman. The section's called Love and the Law, or MII discuss our uh What's a good word for this? Endeavors. Endeavors. <laughs> into the into the world of dating. Into the world of dating. And I think today we're going to focus on a uh, on an Emma classic. On my story. Of some story. of you might know about, but we'll... Many people have heard this tale. Including certain employers of our law school. <laughs> and it was, it was a life lesson. But so with that, why don't you get us started on, Where the, should I begin? on the background? Where should you begin? Where should I begin? So as many of you may know... Mike, feel free to pipe in whenever. I'll pipe in. Um, I was in New York this summer, and at some point, like three weeks in, I was like, time to go on some dates. So I had was on the apps, as one does, and matching with guys. And then one day I was, you know, messaging the different guys I was talking to. Um, I was taking the train with a friend of our friend, Michael. Okay. So I was sitting on the subway, scrolling through. Um, he was like, oh my God, I know that guy. Like, he's really good friends with my brother. You should like go out with him. Okay. So I was like, oh, cool. This is a real person. I wasn't concerned that I was, you know, going to meet, like was getting catfished or whatever else, um, by this individual. And so I was messaging him. We set up a date. Um, I didn't really so much look into him prior to the date because I had the confirmation he was a real person. So whatever. Reasonable. Um, reasonable i thought it was reasonable i had gone to like i clicked on his instagram from the app it was private and i had like gone to his website which was linked which is question in itself but anyways we go on the date have a really nice time he had just done recruiting we're talking and he had just done recruiting for his new job okay so he was telling me all about like how he got his new job the process that went through that and i not a law job not a law job not a lawyer in a different industry so I had just been doing all of our recruiting stuff that we did over the summer, which is very like heavy. And it was the same day that all our cover letters and bids were due. So I finally felt like it was like off my plate and I could, you know, go on these dates and like act like a normal person. That was obviously not the case. Um, so then prior to like writing the bids and the cover letters, all these firms were having these lovely summer receptions. So I heard they were good. They were a lot of them were really good. Um, so I had been going to some, like I had been having a good time at a lot of them, but at one specifically, I had a really, really bad time. And like, that came from a lot of factors that weren't all necessarily like the firms, but at this reception, it was like mostly their summers and not really any attorneys to talk to who actually kind of like worked at the firm. Um, and we couldn't find any associates and we finally found one. And he was like, sorry, guys, I don't have time to talk right now. Like just here for the food, like got to get back to my desk and work. And then 
that day, like coupled with some other things really led me into thinking like, this just is not the place. Okay. So I'm telling this guy on the date about all these different receptions I've been to. And I was like, yeah, like some were really great, but like this firm, this firm was, I believe I used the word deranged. I think that was a fair word. Right. I don't think you were wrong to say it. I don't think I was wrong to say it. And it was like just a descriptive word in that, in that, at that time. And he was like, why was it deranged? So I tell him the whole, you know, experience going to their event. I didn't know much about any of the firms. Like they, at first all seemed like very similar. And then you get to know like which one is best for your personality. And I knew that one was not for me. Um, And so I explained it to him. He's like kind of sitting there laughing. Rest of the day goes on. We're like, say goodbyes, whatever. Yeah. Next day, I'm debriefing the date with my best friend, as one does. Um, you didn't debrief it with me. <laughs> no, I didn't debrief it with Matt. Not yet, at least. Not at that point. Not at that point in time. So my friend, excellent um, investigatory, investigative skills. She's like, did you stalk him? And I said, no, I didn't stalk him because, you know, I knew he was a real person because I had it confirmed. So I like didn't really get into the weeds on him. And she's like, give me his name and I'll stalk him. So I give her his name and she sends me his parents' wedding announcement from the newspaper. And so I was like, this is crazy, but I'm going to go look at it, obviously. And I see that 30 years ago, uh, when one of his parents was like young, I suppose, or younger, younger, <laughs> um, a new person entering the workforce, <laughs> that they were an associate at the firm that I had so wholeheartedly um, been calling deranged. And I was like, okay, but what are the odds that, you know, they're still there? So I go, I copy and paste, parent's name into Google, pulls it up. Um, Parent literally could not be higher up at this firm. Like I was so embarrassed. And I, I swear to God, like I was just rambling on about how, oh my God. I think it's a great story. I I don't think it's an embarrassing story. I told it to our like career services office and they were like, it's a life lesson and how small the legal profession is. And I was like, it really is. Like I learned to zip my lips clearly not that effectively because I'm telling it on this podcast, but no, but you learned your lesson. Although this uh, went on further recently, didn't it? It did go on further. Want to elaborate? On part two. On part two. Okay. Well, I had a friend. Um, I guess I have a friend. Have have a friend he's, after this he's still a friend yes he's on the rocks though um not right and he went on a date with um a girl whose parent also happened to be very high up in the same firm in the same department and so he like, like when could not be closer together could not be closer together when he found that out on that date he proceeded to then tell his date the entire story that i just relayed to you all um and she thought it was funny because obviously it is for everyone except for me because i looked like the crazy person um and i was the, the actual crazy person that scenario. but it's all good are we are we going to that firm no of course <laughs> not we didn't even apply to that firm but it was still embarrassing. It's like, it just was not like a good impression for me personally. And I was on, like, I was out to dinner with um, Michael and Swati and like Swati was telling us about like a date she went on. That was like the guy sent her 
his mixtape after the date, which is a crazy thing to do. And I was like, wow, I I did the crazy thing. Like, I'm the crazy one for my date. No, I think the, the mixtape is crazier. Right. So it'd be crazy if I just dropped this podcast right now. You could send the uh, podcast to this person. <laughs> to this person. And maybe to his mom. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, so that's my story from the summer. Matt, you want to comment on it? I've told it to everyone who will listen. I think, yeah, it's a great story. And now it's just um, going to be commemorated on this podcast forever. And forever. So please. And let us know who you think the firm is. Or don't. Or don't. Or don't. Um, I feel like I kept it pretty general because when I told it initially, um, one of my friends, like I said, like, oh, what department it was and X, Y, Z. And she's like, I figured it out in two seconds. Like, I was like, okay, so we got to generalize, especially since he was like, you're not telling this to everyone, right? And I was like, right. 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 But thanks for that, Emma. You're welcome. I'm glad now everybody else can know about this. And with that, we can move on to our final segment of the podcast. So this is Cert Granted, where we answer questions from our listeners. And we received this questions from one of our loyal listeners, and you might know him from the last episode, Nikolai. Um, Very effective counsel for, um, for for Andy P. Andy P. I think we had two top-tier counsels on both sides of it. I think we did, too. We had a great debate, right, and we, we really had a good time with that. And so... I guess the first question that Nikolai sent us, thank you, Nikolai, was what are our biggest tips slash pitfalls to avoid as a 1L? So Matt? The best advice I got as a 1L was before 1L started. At a, uh, it was at an event before we went to orientation. And one of the uh, 2Ls told me just a vibe. And, and did I, you take that to heart? I took that advice to heart like nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> I vibed. We've discussed on here, you know, law or vibes, and it's it's just vibes. Um, so that, that's my advice to the one else, because it's all gonna work out. Um, you're at a great place. And you know, you're all gonna be good. Might as well have fun doing it. Yeah. You agree? I agree. I think I couldn't say anything better. Um the only thing I can say is like you're gonna hear a lot of people trying to give you advice. Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks they knows like what's the best thing to do. But we actually do know what the best we thing to do know, is. We actually know, but also the best thing to do is like whatever works for you. So if you have to try a lot of people's ways to figure it out, that's fine. But like everyone really thinks they know and no one knows any better than you do, frankly. Like I agree with that. One year of law school doesn't make them more qualified than maybe you. less. Maybe less <laughs> at that rate. And then final question of the episode and of the day is what do you do if you genuinely, viscerally, maybe even like a severe allergic reaction, dislike one of the sections you have class with? So here at school, we have as 1L, your section is paired with different sections for your doctrinals. Um, Ma? Um, yeah. So, you know, obviously Emma and I are in a fantastic section. And there are some other great sections as well. So if you if you you know you know as, as this person put it, dislike a uh, a certain section, for example, you know, section redacted. Um, there's a couple of things you can do. You can label them as a flyover section. That's been done, I think, for for quite a few. Actually, probably more than half, I'd say. Yeah. So some sections, you know, if you're ranking, which everything is ranked these days, it's kind of like vault. 
or uh, a, what's the other one? U.S. News. U.S. News, like the law school. Yeah. Yeah. If you're ranking, you don't have to give everything a number. Sometimes you can just fly over. Right, exactly. And that means they're not even worth thinking about. And it happens. Not every section can be a great section. No, not everyone. Just, you know, a select few. But like, other than that, what else can you really do? They're going to still uh, you still have be class in classes. Like you got to be civil. You got to be civil. I think be the better section. Don't fuel the fire. Right. Yeah, definitely be the better section. There are certain professors who like to fuel the fire there between are sections. Professors. You got to drown out the noise. You have to drown out the noise because my co-intern over the summer was in the section that was like, I would assume like our rival section. That's because the fly fire was fueled by a professor. And like the people in the sections, you know, if you get to know them on an individual basis, a lot of times they're totally like great people. There but... are good people in other sections and we sometimes will call them honorary section A. Exactly. So, you know, that, that's kind of the, one of the highest honors you can achieve at the at the law school and the other higher honor being actually in section A. Actually in section A or invited on this podcast. Right. Which actually that that is the, that's the greatest. That honor is, I did school. forget that was the highest honor. People are knocking down our door to be on this podcast. Uh, and we're probably going to have to, you know, make you guys fill out applications to be on because there's too much demand. And we have a lot of people we want to get on. So if you're an active listener and you, you know, display that, we have a list. We're keeping note and we're excited to have you soon. Please email us. Please email us. Um, no rational basis at gmail.com. It's a real email address. No, <laughs> it is real. It I is. made it. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. It's real. <laughs> Okay, well, with that, um, we're going to close out the episode. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks, guys. We'll see you around grounds. See you next.